Ah, nothing like a good old shower before you gotta go to work. Damn it. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Fumble Flame. I'm your host, Daniel the Flame, and this episode is brought to you in part by Mortal Kombat the Movie. Yes, if you did not know, uh, they released the Mortal Kombat movie. Um, it came out in theaters and on HBO Max, and, um... I saw it at home. Um, I do not own HBO Max, but I saw it inside of a house. So <laughs> that's how that happened. Um, I ain't paying these fools no money. And I'll be damned if I go to a movie theater for that. I went to the movie theater to see nobody because I thought that would actually be an excellent film. And I was right. It was. I would like to purchase nobody. Um, I cannot say the same for Mortal Kombat, but I did watch it. First impression, I thought it was okay. I did not mind the movie. Looking back on it and being someone who knows somewhat of the lore and, you know, kind of questioning a lot of the stuff that was happening in the movie, but then just letting it go by until I finished the movie, you know? Um, yeah, looking back on it, yeah, it wasn't, um, it was bad. <laughs> if you had to say anything, it was bad in terms of being, um, true to the Mortal Kombat lore, which just brings up the question for me, why not do the video game story? I, I don't understand the concept of that being that difficult. It's, it's ridiculous now when you actually get a budget and you get the A-okay to go through with a video game movie and you sit there and go, I've looked into this shit. I got people who told me about the shit, so I should be able to get shit done. Yeah, do that. Like, just copy the video game um, story. The movies from back in the 90s did not have the technology or the money to be able to produce the shit that, or the the freaking A-OK to get the the horrible fatalities that you get that Mortal Kombat is known for today um, by today's standards. So it's like, in comparison, the original Mortal Kombat movie was way better than this movie. Fuck you if you think anything different. The original movie was a good story. It had a good story, and it was um, a really good movie. But this right here was just like, it, it hyped up the fatalities thing, but then when it came to the story, it was kind of all over the place. And it was like, that was a huge disappointment. The concept of using the everyday man, which was the Cole character that they had in the story, um kind of fell on deaf ears, realistically, because they did not need to have him. And then when you see the movie, it's made apparent that he's not even really necessary. So that just made it even worse of a concept. When everything that they had him do, you could have essentially put that in the um, um, in the realm of Liu Kang. He is the chosen one within the Mortal Kombat mythos. So having him be the main character have him be the main focus especially considering that they didn't want to do um misrepresentation for the races and things like that with the characters and all that crap that's fine and it's like you want to make up a random character and then you make him asian um so you can get everyone to understand it was like the concept i understood i understand that concept you have a bland character who comes out of nowhere to get filled in with the lore of the story you know, and it was like, because you already got things in motion, and so you can't just really jump into it and expect people to understand what the fuck you're talking about, so you have him as that exposition dump. The problem is, is that there were a multitude of characters who didn't know what the fuck was going on, so then it made his point of existence 
superfluous. Like there's there was no reason to have him after you establish that. Like if you once you establish that, oh, a bunch of these characters have no idea what the fuck's going on, then yeah, he's no longer Nessa. Like he ain't Nessa. He's not a, um, a, He's not necessary. He ain't Nessa. <laughs> so then realistically, it was like, all right, now that was ridiculous to have him in here, and then you kind of make up some bs reason for him to be there and give him some stuff and hell they even gave him a chosen one um prophecy which i thought was just fucking retarded um and especially considering that uh, blue Kane favorite character within uh mortal Kombat, and i grew up watching the 90s movie so yeah i love luke Kane. um i thought the what the movie did to luke Kane was dope in terms of having him be this smart alecky guy who's Supposedly, it's like it's his destiny to be a part of Mortal Kombat, but he's jaded and he don't really give a fuck. And losing his brother to Mortal Kombat just kind of makes him, he just wants revenge, but he don't really believe in all of the crazy shit that's happening around within Mortal Kombat. The, the, the movie, How to Handle Liu Kang, I liked because he was a jaded type of person. But then when push came to shove, he was willing to fight. And then he was kicking ass. So, um, But in this one, you kind of had him do a lot of hand motions for some reason. I'm pretty sure someone was like, oh, yeah, that's totally how martial art works. <laughs> and then and, and that looks super cool. But it's like he kept doing like weird hand motions. And that was odd. And they implemented fatalities and that was cool and all. But it didn't make up for the lack of uh, realistically the that lack of heart that the movie had. Kano was an amazing character. He's the same in grace of the movie to me. And considering that he's a bad guy, that's fucked up. Um, there's none of the good guys or characters that I, um, cared about. I didn't, I didn't emulate with any of them. And again, Luke Kane's my favorite character and I could give two shits about him in that movie. Um, so like that, that, that was a huge flop on my part. Uh, so not on my part, on their part for me, it, it, it did not matter. A lot of the stuff that they did was just really backwards in that aspect. Like did, no one was likable. I did not like Sonya's build i was like you got a very skinny woman who's essentially supposed to be this badass fighter and if you look at the original like uh video games with the even the person who they had playing sonya and i was like yeah she was you know she, she has some some titties but uh yeah like i mean she still was a, a built stout female so it made sense for her military background and like her being able to kick ass and stuff like that now they've like if you look at the current mortal kombat games they've toned down all of the sexualization of the women and like how they look and everything where you originally used to get Sonya walking around in like a um in like a wife beater with uh with a hat and some glasses ready to kick ass with like a little bit of army fatigues on you know now she's completely covered up and whatnot and it's like you can blame that on the storyline or what they're doing in nether realms but it, it's already a thing going on within nether realms in the mortal kombat games because of how they're treating female characters and what they're doing. So, yeah, that, that that's fucked up. But but realistically, I would have I wouldn't have mind, you know, like them trying their hardest or like them having someone who was far more in shape, if you will, or far more built for the role of Sonya. The uh the actress from the original 90s movie. Uh I would say like like her build was also like the same, it was the same problem, and it was like, but with her, you know, she was the, she played the damsel in distress character, um, 
but then you had you had the actress who played Katana. God damn, she was fine. But like her build was fantastic, you know. <laughs> so I wish they would have had her do more fighting. Well, <laughs> Luke Kane's a lucky boy. <laughs> but um, cause like damn, she was fine. But um, yeah, like I, I wish like you know if he was gonna stick more to Mortal Kombat, I, I would have appreciated that. You know, like it it having. Uh, just more substance when it comes to these characters and how they actually would operate. Um, what is it? The uh, the the blonde female actress who's uh, she was just um, on the Mandalorian. Um, you know, she was on the Riddick movie. Uh, well, Mandalorian is Bo-Katano, I believe that's that was the name. You know too much about Star Wars, even though you don't like it. I know, I know, it's a curse, <laughs> and it's seriously a curse because I hate it. I hate it. Um, but yeah, she's um, the chick who's actually Bloodline Mandalorian. She had red hair on The Mandalorian season two. Um, but she was like, she's been blonde like a bunch of other stuff. But it's like her build when it comes to showcasing someone who I would think is like military trained female. That's the type of build you would want. And they're like, that's the like, honestly, she would have been a perfect Sonya. Um, but whatever. Uh, especially like her height. <laughs> I uh, yeah, but um, it uh, the movie itself just it it fell at the wayside of a lot of things, and it was like it wasn't a bad like it wasn't, I like I say it's bad, but it wasn't god awful. Like it's not um Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like that's that's a god awful movie, but to me immediately when you turn my one of my favorite characters reptile into just this thing <laughs> that's just like eh. and then i'm i'm disappointed i mean even the 90s movie gave him some type of credit <laughs> you know it's like having him and luke kane have like one of the badass um fight scenes within the whole uh movie with within the an amazing uh, theme music playing in the background, Reptile. Uh, and then um, uh, the music, I hated that there was just different alterations of the Mortal Kombat theme uh, rather than actually having the Mortal Kombat theme because that's a very hype song. It's a very hype theme. All you have to do is just change the names around to, for the characters that are actually in the movie, and that would have been fucking fantastic. But they did not do these things, and these things that they did not do were bad. Um, so it it really, because, I mean, like, they had um, Melina in the damn movie, and it's like, that's Melina. That's, that's, a, that's a character that means something. <laughs> like, her her being here means something right now, and you just, you guys are just like, nah, let's just put Melina in the movie, and it's like, oh, come on now, <laughs> and it's like, it would have been, like, I don't, like, you honestly could have followed or copied a lot what they did with the original um, 90s movie, that would have been fine of Katana explaining things to everybody or whatnot, her being the exposition dump, that would have been fine, but at the same time, I was like, you have such a open window to actually start this shit with all of the components that made the Mortal Kombat lore incredibly in immersive because their lore and their backstory between characters is a thing like that. That shit is, is deep. It's complex. And even how the story is going, it's like you can implement the whole fatalities thing and then still get people getting chopped up, gutted up and things like that. But then 
much like at the end of this movie, you have Shang Tsung admit, like, you know, like, death isn't really that big of a deal when it comes to what we do. It's it's more so just about Mortal Kombat. That's the that's the unrelenting, undefined, um, undeniable source within our universe is just Mortal Kombat. So, like, you know, you have your fatalities, but then just someone brings people back to life, you know, like it ain't no thing. And that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. It'd be cool if they did stuff like that. Hell, I mean, the 90s movie even had a better explanation of glossing over Sub-Zero and um, Scorpion's relationship by by putting it to where Shang Tsung just had both of them under mind control. So, and he was like, Scorpion Sub-Zero, deadliest of enemies, but slaves under my power. Boom, that's it. I don't have to explain shit about them. <laughs> and then it's like, as far as the main characters are concerned, you just need to defeat these motherfuckers. It doesn't matter what the what the hell is going on. But to people who know the games, yeah, that's a big cop-out. But that's what this movie should have been. The movie that explains and put in depth and then makes apparent, like, amazingly, their backstory and like what they got going on and like leading up to that but it, it kind of was falling to the wayside of stuff um having it to where they kind of got superpowers because they were chosen to fight in mortal Kombat rather than just being people willing to fight with mortal Kombat. something the 90s movie did amazing um uh, did well that this movie didn't either you know it's like how many people did um prince goro kill in the 90s movie before he even fought Johnny Cage, you know, and it was like he was running through um, Earth Realm fighters. <laughs> but in this movie, it's like, oh, you got to be chosen, and then if you kill a chosen one, then you get to be chosen. It's like, well, that's a cop out. But then it's like, only if you're chosen do you get a superpower. What type of bullshit is this? And it's like you're kind of undermining this world in order for you to sit there and think because your your audience you think your audience is just too fucking stupid to which which is what it all boils down to is that this always comes to people who think that the audience is just too fucking stupid to get or understand what is um what's amazing about this work or whatnot rather than actually doing it and then it becoming something where someone goes, yeah, it was just it was just too much information at one time and it kind of confused people. Then you go, all right, yeah, we can either tone it down. But it's like, at least I was, um, I catered to the lore and I got the fans what they wanted. Nah, you go, nah, the people who are going to watch this are going to be too fucking stupid <laughs> to understand anything. So I mean, tone down some shit big time. And, you know, and it's like, will it, will it, will it really be that hard to think or figure out that Jack's got cybernetics by that world standards of what they can give someone of cybernetics while he's going to fight in, um, you know, in the Mortal Kombat world or like that um, Sonya has uh, machinery that helps her do her finishers or um, and, uh, things like that. So uh, their fatalities and it's like certain people have powers, certain people don't have powers. Uh, hell, even um, another horrible thing was the relationship between Kano and Sonya. Like, that was just really fucked up. I thought that was messed up that they did that that way, and then they killed him in the movie. So that made that even worse of a concept between those two, and especially considering that I liked Kano as an either out of everyone else within that movie. That made me even more sad. I was like, oh, you killed the only character that was worth anything. Oh, that's sad. And that was just because he was funny. He's like... <laughs> When Luke was talking to him and he just came and touched his shoulder, he the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like that that was funny. But you know, you could have implemented like hell, they even had him have the 
the little face mask thing on a 90s movie and it's like keep comparing it to because that's what what else am i going to compare it to uh a poor man's attempt at the mortal kombat uh movies and then someone who actually had time resource and all all like all the chances in the world to actually get mortal kombat right <laughs> as a movie and you fuck up and it's like you still fucked up and it's like damn and it was like you were so close but you fucked up and it's like um it's like oh you know because <laughs> because realistically someone who knows mortal kombat lore can explain to you this shit is on is deeper than game of thrones really like they they go in in their um in their uh mythos like it, there there's a lot of stuff like scorpion and sub-zero's um back and forth is like basically under the scrutiny of a uh, sub-zero killed all the scorpions clan but it actually wasn't um sub-zero it was um it was like this god in disguise who was trying to get scorpion over to his side so he told him that he could help him um get revenge on sub-zero who had no idea what was going on and then just, just crazy shit like that but and then it's like that's, that's just two sets of characters that equal in another character that shows up later on um and it doesn't even go into the other spectrum of characters that they have within the series you know like sub-zero is supposed to be the one who like sub-zero i think is the one who takes away jack's arms but the reasons behind it were different uh hell like a Liu Kang being the chosen one and what all he's supposed to accomplish and what he's supposed to do, uh, do, 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 do <laughs> what he's supposed to do, uh, the emperor, uh, what Shang Tsung is actually, like what he's trying to do, what he's actually about, what Raiden's true purpose is and things like that. And it's like this, it's a very complex story, which is why I like the story mode is so crazy. Um, but it just, it just kind of, eh simplified it real like really simplified it and i was like yeah it's like sub-zero killed all of um scorpion's clan i have no idea why he did it <laughs> like is it ever mentioned is it ever told nah. it just it happened it was like would it have been better if they gave a reason you know like had sub-zero say something while he was speaking in chinese and um scorpion didn't understand him just to just to establish that like like yeah i did this because you did that and it's like, yeah, they just, they go back and forth and back and forth or whatever. Something to give it some weight or whatever. But, yeah. But, yeah, the, the movie itself, it it lacked heart big time. Hell, the, the 90s movie just had the concept of, yo, just focus on these three characters. Johnny Cage, Luke Kane, Sonya Blade. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. That's it. It's like, uh, Luke Kane's the chosen one. Johnny K, um, Johnny Cage is the arrogant boy, um, and Sonya Blade is out for revenge. Bam, bam, bam. And it's like, they're, they have different goals, but their paths keep intersecting because they're all part of Mortal Kombat. Um, bam, bam, bam. That's, <laughs> like, that's, that's all you needed to do. It, it was not, they didn't need to copy that, but it's like, they just, all they really needed to do was just do the video game storyline. Just take the very first NES game, look at all the little, in credit um video scrolls that lead into the other video games and then just go this is how we're going to make this movie we're going to break it down by these characters we have Luke Kane as the main character exposition exposition dump we introduce all of these characters that are only introduced in the first game and then we have the crazy ass fatalities that they had you know um 
mixing it up with stuff that they did from the NES game as well as stuff that they've done in the current games. So you do the whole spine rip out, you know, you do Kano pulling out people's hearts and shit like that, you know, kicking people, them falling and then getting pierced by shit and whatnot. And it's like you introduce all that, but it's like it seems like the majority of this movie just had the merit of, oh, we did a fatality, period. And that's that's all that there needed to be. And that's all that there ever was supposed to be. And it's like, ooh, it's bloody, it's gory and chunky. There a lot of their stuff looked chunky. Um, I, just, I don't, I don't, you take that as you will, <laughs> that's what I say, it looked chunky, it was chunky, but that, um, that was, that was really it, and it, it was disappointing that it wasn't amazing, um, there's a lot of editing, and, um, just, uh, a lot of editing mistakes, as well as just dialogue problems, or just outright questionable antics that happened throughout the movie, but, yeah, you know, a lot a lot of it was just, eh. And then some people were arguing, or some people have issues with the fact that, like, characters who show up aren't supposed to show up until later in the games, or later, in the, or, like, during this moment in the games or whatnot. And, like, I even said with Melina, you know, and I was like, if you're going to have her, you have Katana. And so when they first originally show, um, shown her, I was immediately, I assumed, like, oh, so Katana's going to pop up in this movie. Which wasn't the case, so obviously I was disappointed on that aspect. And consider, like I said, it, I, because uh, that's that's a hard one to go by, you know. And it's like you can say that I could say you should have just um, left the certain characters alone and then implemented other characters and whatnot. But then I'd be lying when I say like, um, but I also believe like you know it's cool that they had this multitude and mixture of characters and whatnot that's not really a big problem but if you were going to introduce them just give them you know like the 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 showcase that they deserve the rights that they deserve prince goro being introduced hell he didn't even fucking speak throughout this entire movie and i keep thinking back to the 90s movie in which he gave an amazing speech back um hyped the shit up out of um uh shang song and then was like basically being uh like talking down to Kano, but then also um implementing his status and how he felt, and then showing how badass he was as he kept constantly killing all of the fighters of Earthrealm. You know, and it was like he, they had him do a lot before Johnny Cage killed him. But in this movie, it's like, yeah, they, they showed Prince Goro, they just said what his blood was, but it didn't mean anything because they just they just said that. And then the the cold dude killed him by getting some um, you know some special armor that came out of nowhere or whatever. And I can't help but think like you know like that was a huge disappointment on um, that character, as well as the fact that the movie itself doesn't even take place in Mortal Kombat. It's some shit that happens before the actual tournament, which even that is incredibly questionable as well as fucking stupid. Um, considering how big of an importance the Mortal Kombat is to the Mortal Kombat world, you know, and it's like, oh, Shang Tsung's gonna cheat after all this time by just killing people in the beginning of the tournament. You, what? <laughs> Hell, if anything, again, something that the 90s movie did better was the fact that he just kept holding the importance of getting people to come to the tournament. That way he ensured his victory. 
the fact that he so desperately wanted to fight Sonya. He definitely he's the one who got Johnny Cage to come to the tournament. He's the one who got Sonya to come to the tournament by um drawing in Kano. You know, and it was like all of this was necessary because it was his plan for winning and whatnot. And you know, and it was like, and Raiden was powerless to do anything because they were actually taking part in Mortal Kombat. But then it was like, on this movie, it was weird because it's like, okay, he's clearly cheating and you're not doing anything. And it's like, he's he's cheating. And it's like, oh, the other guys don't pay attention. What the fuck does that got to do anything? You are a god. Like, <laughs> it's like, you're the god and you're the protector of this realm and you see him cheating. It's like, you're killing the fighters before the fight actually happens. That has to be some, like, uh, like that has to break some type of fucking rule. But the, the movie's just like, Raiden's like, ugh. <laughs> like, the fighters that I got, ah, fuck those guys. But yeah, Shang Tsung's cheating. Ah, fuck that guy. And it's like, what are you going to do about it? I'm not going to do nothing. <laughs> But whatever. But yeah, all in all, you know, it's a movie worth watching. If you're a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, I suggest you kind of go into this with open eyes. It's not going to be a good movie for you. But, you know, at least you'll get to see some of the moves and the fatalities and whatnot. And, you know, that, that'll be fine. But yeah, this isn't... It's better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but it ain't... Um, like in terms of movie wise, it ain't that good, and it it does not stack up to the original in my opinion at all, which was a much better movie. Uh, so yeah, it it it's sad. I wish it would have did something amazing, and I, I promise you that this movie is gonna go the way of Godzilla versus Kong, in which case we have this problem of you know we getting we're letting bad movies get a pass because of the fact that they're not woke. People give excuses to watching them, saying shit like, yeah, you know, if you turn your brain off and look at it, it it's it's an enjoyable film. It's like, no, motherfucker, like, you, you don't watch a movie and turn it. Like, what, what's the excuse? Like, oh, because this movie is just, it doesn't fit in the realm of something that offends you. Like, you should turn your brain off and look at it. No, bad is bad, good is good. You know, there is no middle or gray area. If the bad is bad, good is good. If you look at it and you enjoy it, you know, then you can sit there and justify like, no, I actually like this movie. Like that's, that's a totally different argument in itself, but to sit there and go, well, if you want to see this movie correctly, well, you need to sit upside down, make sure you don't look at anything for the next 48 hours and then look at that and then not watch anything else for the next 48 hours. And then finally take a deep breath and then think back to the last things your grandmother ever told you. And then you'll be able to appreciate this movie in its entirety. <laughs> it's like, no, this it's like, if I watch this movie and I go, this is shit it's shit <laughs> so like you know don't just sit there and believe the hype of this movie because that's currently what the the trend is nowadays is that as long as this movie fits within the realm of not being some woke bs nonsense that is um arbitrarily bashing their audience over the head with um this is how you should think or you should feel this way about something, then that means that it should be supported and liked and told to make more of when all that's doing is ruining the industry even more because then you're just going to have a bunch of bullshit made. But it ain't nothing's going to try to, like everything's going to be bullshit. They just ain't going to make a message. When what I would want are good movies that aren't trying to give a message. So I'd say like that that's, that's one to grow on from me. But that being the end of it, I've been uh, Daniel the Flame. This has been Fun with Flame. And as always, good people, I hope you had fun.